New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, church family. Uh, big thanks for joining us again this morning. I'm Ray Moss, and uh, we'll pick up where we left off yesterday in Proverbs 26, uh, verse 18, and the rest of that chapter. Yesterday, we looked at a few characters, or you could say character flaws, and what they produce. Uh, the fool, the sluggard, and the meddler or troublemaker. I want to back up uh, with verse 18 because it really ties in today's character or character flaw, and that is the gossip. So I'm going to continue reading in uh, from the New International Version today, chapter 26, verse 18 through 28. <clears throat> like a madman shooting firebrands or deadly arrows is a man who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. Without wood, a fire goes out. Without gossip, a quarrel dies down. As charcoal to embers and as wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome man for kindling strife. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to a man's inmost parts. Like a coating of glaze over earthenware are fervent lips with an evil heart. A, a malicious man disguises himself with his lips, but his heart he harbors deceit. Though his speech is charming, do not believe him, for seven admonitions fill his heart. His malice may be concealed by deception, but his wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. If a man digs a pit, he will fall into it. If a man rolls a stone, it will roll back on him. A lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruin. You know, I, I believe gossip is directly, uh, really directly tied in with the meddler. That's, it. That's the tool of the meddler or the troublemaker is gossiping. He jokes about his neighbor, and we all know that jokes about people, there's always a little truth or slander in there, then says, I'm only joking. Then wisdom tells us that a fire will only go out when we quit stoking it with more wood. That, that's the issue with the meddler or the gossiper. They don't leave it alone. They continue to add charcoal and wood. He is quarrelsome and hurts others with his words. You know, if you, do a, if you did a word, a word study on gossip, uh, you'll find that it's really a repeated evil spoken, at least I found it in 12 different books of the Bible, both New and Old Testament. In this passage, it's sometimes translated as a whisperer. It's uh, considered an evil person in most cases, someone who through casual conversation or unsubstantiated reports uh, about other people, a person who likes to talk about other people's private lives. Um, so, but let's not let's not get confused about what gossip is not. You know, uh, for centuries, the only way warning our family and others about dangerous people were to inform them. So this is this is really very different from the whisperer or the gossip who repeats hearsay matters or what makes them look good. Uh, you know, warning a neighbor. Let's say somebody just moved in to the neighborhood. Warning a neighbor of a registered child sex offender that lives on your block. That's not gossip. That's factual information for the safety of others. As leaders, uh, in, whether in our business or church, we have to discuss the lives of fellow team members because his or her behavior can harm themselves and others, maybe even harm the mission uh, of the organization. 
But the gossip we see as evil falls in one of these categories. They make false accusations and lies. They exaggerate uh, real faults sometimes. Uh, sometimes just needless repetition of real faults. It's slander, destroying someone's reputation, uh, testimony through false statements. You know, verse 22 says the words of a gossip go down to a man's most inmost parts. In other words, it harms the inner man, his soul or heart. It has, it has the power to harm and change. Uh, verse 24, this gossip disguises himself. He can make himself look as though he cares for the person he speaks of, but, but uh, this passage said he harbors deceit. Verse 25, his speech is charming. In other words, enticing. And, you know, too many times we're hungry for information on others when it really has no real value to help the individual. Uh, my friend Henry Webb always called it unholy curiosity. Uh, verse 27, the gossip's words are like a boomerang coming back to him. If he digs a pit for others, yet he will fall into it. If he rolls a stone to hurt others, it will roll back on him. And then verse 28 really gets at the heart of the, of the gossip. His lying tongue hates those it hurts. Hurting others is hate to our fellow man. It's just the opposite of what Christ taught us in loving others. So what, is, what, is the, what does gossip about others do for us? Or what may we think, you know, what are we thinking it's going to do for us? Well, first of all, it, it's like the old saying, the worse I can make you look, the better I look. This is a man or woman whose position in life, their identity, is based on how they appear to others in the world. The worse you look, the better I look. Life is measured by your standing with others. And that's, that's a false identity. That's not who we are as believers. We, we've all been crucified with Christ, sealed in Him, not condemned, forgiven, justified. We're children of God. All things are new. We're members of His body. You know, you go on and on about this new identity. We're no longer slaves to this kind of sinful gossip. He makes us acceptable, not others. We are totally and unconditionally loved, and that's enough. Secondly, I'd say we, we gossip about others because we fail to see them as God sees them. We're, we are warned repeatedly not to judge others, but, but those commandments or principles come from understanding our own identity. I'm forgiven, therefore I can forgive others. And I'd say third and last, we just enjoy having people put confidence in us to share gospel, uh, to share gossip. It puts us on the inside. It elevates our status. Again, that's feeding a false identity. That's not who we are as believers. So I want to take my thoughts captives, especially about others, as Paul tells us. What I'm about to say about another person, is it helpful to them? Is it a matter of safety for them or others? Or if I just stoked the fire with more wood and charcoal? What I share, will it bring harm to a person loved by God? Solomon tells us in a poetic fashion, we gossip about others, it will be a rock that rolls on us, and life doesn't go well. Let's pray. Father, in a day of overwhelming social information, we must slow down our conversations and, and examine them for words that really harm others. We forget who we are at times and use our flesh really to meet the needs uh, for acceptance that only you can truly give. Father, your word is sweet and powerful, Lord. 
May it be on our lips and our heart today. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey, thanks again for tuning in today. You have a blessed day in the Lord. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.